Hola y bienvenidos a la Delioso. Soy Eric Barnes y presidente de esa mejor cerveza. Abate por los Delioso. Miguelito Santiago, a.k.a. Bobby Ball. Yes, 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 yes. And a very good morning to you. It is December the 5th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Here we are with a dense fog advisory. That is right, a dense fog advisory in the flatlands. It is firing out there. It looks like we live right on the ocean. It is absolutely incredible. We're in and we're out. We're getting on and we're getting off today. We are coming live from the flatland desert oasis, as you all know. This is a place where time does play tricks on you. One day you're dreaming. The next day your dreams become your reality. Am I right, Bernsey? Where gritty beats pretty. Mistakes were made. Hearts were broken. Hearts were mended. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. This is a place where we drink the Presidente and we eat the Mofongo. Humans of action are blessed by the goddess of luck. Good morning to you on this in and out, on and off Monday morning show. Yeah, happy Monday, dude. We were not going to do a show. And like you said, persistent, persistence beats resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Half Moon Bay right now, went out for an early morning jog on the ocean and then realized, I'm like, I can cut this 10 minutes short in order to get on and then get off the program and be able to come on and basically uh, regale the people of the Instagram story, Kowalski that I actually uh, shared out there with the world and I sent you. Have you clicked on that yet this morning? Yeah, but before we start talking about you, let's start talking about us and LTP Arizona Alpacas with a huge, huge weekend, right? Because it's not just about if we want to go far, we go together. If we want to go fast, then we go alone. You alone running on the beach, which is fine, but let's talk about all of us. LTPAZ Alpacas acquire the great and powerful, still six-year-old, plays like a damn nine-year-old, Colton Keener and his father, Troy. Tons of good juice, tons of good energy. These two are all fucking in. Great to have uh, the great and powerful Colton Keener, a part of the Let Them Play Arizona Alpacas inaugural team here in the Flatlands. More to come. Bernsey? Let's keep, let's talk about you now and your Instagram story on the beach, dude, and sharks. If it was about me, I'd keep it for myself. <laughs> when I share it to the world about the Monday morning shark, dude, it hits another level. And mm. I'm, running on the, I'm running on the beach and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, and this is a legit thought. I'm thinking of all the sharks in there. And then it dawned upon me. I'm like, man, what was that poster that I once read about sharks and Monday mornings? And I looked this thing up and it basically went along the lines of, do you think sharks get up on Monday mornings worried about the stresses of the week ahead? Hmm. No, they get up early and they're fucking scaring shit. And they're biting shit. And they're reminding the world that they're a fucking shark, dude. And it was just like, I read that. It was like, boom, this needs to be shared. So shared it this morning. And that's the attitude that I like to think that we could all take on a, a Monday morning. But yeah, hey, first of all, congratulations to the 
a huge acquisition. You know, I appreciate youth baseball more than anybody. And by the way, a quick side note, not to get into it too much, but a 12-hour day yesterday out at Twin Creeks playing against uh, some quality baseball teams. And right. uh, L- LTP-12U took home the winter championship uh, in – Pretty yeah. Command, yeah, pretty commanding fashion last night against a really good team. The other team that would I would consider they're the best team in Northern California. Um, and it's it's besides us. I mean, we're the top two teams, no doubt. It's MVP Hustle uh, hooks. And, dude, we just – we were dominant on the mound. There's no other way to put it. Uh, Brett absolutely shoved the first game. I think it was – then Miles in the second game, 25 strikeouts between the two of them against Equality. Uh, uh, I mean, the boy. Yeah, 12U's tough, man. 12U is because you got, the, you got these kids throwing 70 now, and they got nasty curveballs, and it becomes really difficult uh, to hit. So it turns into baseball. And it, I really, really – the second game got out of hand. Uh, as a matter of fact, we actually – we only played with eight players, Kowalski. So – Long story, uh, longer as I said, I wasn't getting into it, but I guess we will now. Uh, Biscuit got banged in the head the other day. He got hit in the head. What? The day. Yeah. And in snow was, sports or in baseball? No, nah, snow sports. Kind of a long story. Oh but fuck. He uh, he was dirt, he was he was he was okay on Friday. Yeah. And then and then Saturday was like yeah. And then yesterday, I think it was, he went into pitch and yeah. he took the glasses off and it's just the sun and the light and the headache. And okay. So, yeah. So I just, I just said immediately he's done. So he was our, I mean, we had 10 players. So then that meant we had nine. So we mm-hmm. went into the championship game against the hooks with nine guys. It's just not worth taking the chance. I mean, ideally he could get healthy and, and ready to rock for next weekend. Um, yeah. But you Obviously, the head's not a matter that you want to be messing with. Mm. And so then our kid, a JR, who's a freaking stud, uh, we had him leading off the championship game. And he gets in there, and he takes a dick ball. Like, literally, a dick ball. Like, hit him in the dick? Yep. Okay, so I'm confused. He turned into it instead of turning back and looking at the catcher's feet? Fastball, two-seam, kid on the mound, about 70, sort of all Pumping. over the place. Okay, yeah. Okay, yep. Oh, God. Cup, no cup. Cup, no cup. Cup, no cup. Soft cup. Okay. Soft cup. So Still. Let the, well, yeah, let that be a lesson, dude. No, no, he was yeah. ruined, man. He was ruined. And I, at that point, and, you know, he's kind of like, well, I can't go back in, but I can't win. I go, bro, I, I, don't, I don't care about this tournament that much. I, it's just, you know what I mean? Like outside of a national championship or a World Series game or this, that, yeah. Yeah. you know, it goes for both. Because then Biscuit's on the bench going like, uh, I guess I could go in. And I'm looking at his eyes and I'm like, dude. <laughs> You can see the, the, the glaze in his eyes. I, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, we're, we're good. We'll play, with, we'll play with eight, and we'll roll out. So we played with eight kids. 
took two outfielders, just put them in left center and right center. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. one of the kid, one of the kids, it wasn't even really an outfielder. We have one. Alex is a tremendous outfielder. The other kid, MJ, is a first baseman. But mm -hmm. we, we didn't have any option. You put him in right. We put him in deep left, like deep left center, and then we put Alex. And I just kept kind of moving him here and here. Mm -hmm. It cost us. It cost us twice. It cost us on like what was a flare, sort of a flare to right that Alex would have normally had if he was playing a position. And then it mm -hmm. cost us on like a base hit the left field that turned into a triple. Uh, there was one mm -hmm. other ball that they hit, but they hit it really well. That was like a left center field gap. This guy, uh, the kid Aiden from uh, the hook, she crushed it. So he, he got a homer. But yeah, final score, I think 11 to 2. And we, wow. do, we, mm -hmm. uh, we played well. The boys... Boys brought their sticks in the final game. They had patience at the plate. They got on base. Mm. They made plays. And quite frankly, dude, Miles was just dominant and took home the most valuable player award. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Very – and you know what? You give credit where credit's due. Very underrated when it comes to the 12U players, right? This is what – he wasn't at the All-State games, not at the Select Fest. Wasn't on the USA, any of that stuff. And this kid just continues to go out there and ball. And, you know, I'm sure with a lot of these kids, it probably gets to them at some point because they're looking around at other kids that they know they're better than that are getting those opportunities. And he's just going to keep plugging away and just I have the confidence that those opportunities will come. I guess that's and none of, the funny thing is I try to tell these kids, none of this shit matters. In the grand scheme of college baseball, like if your ultimate goal is to play Division one college baseball or to play professional baseball, uh, all of these accolade type things that you get at this point, it, it, it's, it's mm -hmm. obsolete. Man. It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's nice recognition, mm -hmm. but it, it really doesn't mean shit. So it's cool to see him plugging along, doing his thing, and just, you know, there's all, there's all this noise here and here, and, and like, I'm going to stay here. And, well, it's, uh, it's pretty badass. Let, let me say this real quick here on that. The only two things we can control are our attitude and effort. And Correct. one way to be miserable in life and in sport is to, is to look around and start comparing yourself to others' accolades. Compare yourself to no one. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday and be better than that person. Otherwise, never compare, right? Because that's a good way to be fucking miserable and upset all the time. Because there's always going to be somebody better and smarter and better looking and faster than you. So gain inspiration from those people. Success leaves clues, but don't compare yourself. Just integrate their success habits into your own life. And uh, maybe you can glean some of that success too. And then the other thing I want to say, all these fucking kids can play now, right? Like you got so many kids that can play. So here's the fucking thing to remember. This is what I told the kids the other day. People are wanting and waiting for you to make a mistake. They want to see you make an error and strike out because people want to see how you're going to respond to those particular times of adversity. So keep that in your mind. You know, everybody can play. You will make a mistake. How you respond to that mistake, people are watching and people lose division one scholarships and, and a shot at, the, at playing in the big leagues because of how they respond in those moments. So so something to keep in mind, too. Yeah, 100 hey, percent. So on this Monday morning. We don't have a DH, a fresh DH. We got yeah. a good one coming out tomorrow, Elon mm -hmm. Musk related. 
But Sweet. what we do have, typically I would dive in Daily Hustle 222 Unfiltered Life Diet from a human crash test dummy. If you have not picked that up and you're looking for a stocking stuffer for your kids, you're looking for a present for your best friend, grab that. Grab the foot reflexology board, Kowalski. And yes, go ahead and frame and uh, put that picture up above your fireplace. That'd be the appropriate place for it. Today's book reading is going to come from Admiral William H. McRaven, The Hero mm. Code. Humor is mankind's greatest blessing. Mark Twain. Mm. Humor is one of the most important qualities for any hero. If you want to show courage, laugh in the face of danger. If you want to show humility, laugh at yourself. If you want to sacrifice, sacrifice your vanity for a joke. If you want to be compassionate, let human humor soften the blow of the pain. If you want to be honest, chuckle at your shortcomings. If you want to give hope, use humor to lighten the darkness. If you want to persevere through tough times, you had better learn to laugh. Find your comedic voice and use your wit to save those around you, to free them from their sorrow, to give them joy, and to help them see the humor in the darkest of times. This is what real heroes do. The hero code, I will humor to comfort others and never be afraid to laugh at myself. Wow. Pretty wow. cool, huh? Any, uh, any final awesome. words or, uh, I don't know, phrases of inspiration, anything you want to leave the Daily Hustlers with before we get off here in this abbreviated short program that was well yeah. worth doing? How about this? In the spirit of laughter, I'll tell you a little uh, a little joke. A bull and a pheasant were grazing in a field. And as they're grazing, uh, the pheasant looks up at a really tall tree. And he tells the bull, man, bull, I remember when I can fly to the topmost branch of that tree and perch up there and see the view. And the bull says, well, you still can, pheasant. You, you can just... Eat my dung every day for a fortnight or two weeks, and pretty soon you'll make it to the topmost branch of that tree. I promise you. So the pheasant goes, I don't know, bull. That seems like eating your dung for two weeks. How's that going to get me to the top of the, 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 the topmost branch of that tree again? And the bull says, well, pheasant, trust me, it works. It, it's worked for all of humanity. You just nibble away at my dung, and in, in a fortnight, you're going to make it to the topmost branch, and you'll enjoy the view. So sure as shit, he starts consuming the, the bull's dung. And in less than a fortnight, he makes it to the topmost branch of the tree. And he goes, wow. You know, he's looking around, and he's enjoying the, 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 the magic and the view of, of looking, grazing down at the pasture from the topmost branch of the tree. And sure enough, right in that moment, the old farmer walks out and notices the pheasant at the topmost branch, and he takes out his shotgun, and he shoots the pheasant dead out of the tree. Now, see, bullshit can get you to the top, but very seldom does it let you stay there. That's fantastic, man. I mean, of all the shows, this might have been one of the best ones. Maybe we just cut our show down from 
what an hour, an hour and a half to mm. 20 yeah. minutes like we just did. And by the way, it was fired over the chat for the first time. Buenos dias, John Davis, Michelle June, Buckwheat. Oh, my wife. She just called. So uh, that's why uh, there may have been uh, some sort of interference. Uh, good morning, honey. How are you? Mm. All right, bro. Well, of all the shows. This has definitely been one of them. Uh, coaching clinic on Wednesday. Yes. I believe it's 6 o'clock. Hopefully you can be a part of it at some point. If you can't, whatever. I will be. I love it. Coaching I mean. clinic Wednesday. Viro uh, is going to join us as well for some point. We're going to talk strategy. We're going to talk overall. A lot of it's going to be just overall philosophy. Uh, yep. But we will get awesome. into some specific stuff. This could be a series going down the road. This could Very be good. something that we do. I think there's a lot of knowledge between all of us uh, and a lot mm -hmm. of learns lessons through experience that I think we could share that, you know, will help everybody. And, and you know, mainly players, coaches, parents alike. Basically, we have three different, you know, codes of conduct, so to speak, that, you mm. know, we like to follow. And, look, it doesn't mean we're perfect in following all of it, but it's nice guidelines that we try to adhere to that we think would give the kids the best optimal position to succeed and players as we get into high school, college, and professional baseball as well. All right, quality uh, Daily Hustle back on tomorrow morning. Full send with the Elon Musk. DH that should be fun to dive into. Real life Tony Stark tomorrow on the Daily Hustle. Be good to yourselves. See ya. See ya. Good. Enough.